0: Good evening, Bill.
1: Good evening, Stanley. Good evening, listeners, to yet another episode of the BS Car Guys podcast. We're glad to have you.
0: Yep, another week, another episode, episode 28, Uh, you know, using big words. Bill, you got a big (sighs) word for episode 28? Big word. Give us a big word. Uh,
1: Big word. Um, Modifications. That's as big a word as I can think of because that's what we're talking about tonight is modifications to our vehicles.
0: Yep. Uh, modifications that you should be doing to your vehicles, modifications that we did to vehicles in the past, probably, I, I guarantee that's going to come up, yep. um, you know, modifying things can't leave it the same, or can you leave it the same? I bet, I bet there's a lot of people who just leave it the same. There are people out there who don't wash cars, so I, I'm sure they ain't taking time to modify it. So, that's true. although
1: I'm not real big on washing cars either.
0: That's Because you live on a ranch, Bill. And why would you wash your car and then let you know the ranch dirty it up again? You know, it's what was your word for uh, the, what's the fancy word for uh, for rust buildup on cars? Patina, would you go? Yeah,
1: it? yeah, character.
0: Yeah, there you go. You let the character stay on the car,
1: that's know? exactly right. Well, that's how you identify it in a parking lot. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Plus, I've found that if you keep your vehicle dirty enough, millennials are afraid to steal it. Nope. Nobody's they steals. don't want to get their skinny jeans dirty.
0: They first of all, they can't run in skinny jeans, and then they, they probably don't know enough how to steal. Well, they probably, you know, car thieves the way. Anywho, what, how are we talking about cars?
1: To, what I, don't talking know. About? I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. All right. So let's get into our spending our fake money this week, which was borderline on spending some real money because we forced ourselves to look realistically at cars, our next. Baby.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cars we're gonna buy the next oh. vehicle.
1: Cars as as we're thinking about buying, like our legitimate, what we could buy as our next vehicle.
0: Yep. So we actually, like Bill just said, we actually looked at vehicles that we are really considering our spending our money on. And mine comes with a story because you know all good things come with a story. You so know mine
1: comes with a story. All
0: right. So let's so,
1: start with Stanley's.
0: Yeah. So. In my next car uh, purchasing uh, adventure, um, I have told my wife that she has to pick the car. No, I can't pick the car because I have been blamed before about picking cars that that she didn't necessarily like, you know, because we had children that had to fit in there and things like that. So she has to pick this. So when something about it that she doesn't like, you know, I cannot be blamed for such things. So, my legitimately, my next car purchase is going to be her first car purchase that she really decided on everything. And since nineteen ninety six, ish, ish, yeah. So that's my. List. So when you see uh, uh, some of the, the the vehicles on my list. Understand these are vehicles that my wife and I have gone over, and these are things that she's considering purchasing in the next 12 months.
1: Nice. Well, let's look at the first one. It's a 2021 Hyundai Santa Fe Calligraphy 2.5 Turbo all-wheel drive with 19-inch wheels for $43,435 in stormy sea. Of course, it is Giselle Blue. Exterior with uh, beige napa leather interior. Very nice car. Mm-hmm. I feel like this car is a fantastic value for the price tag. You get a lot of vehicle for that money.
0: Yes, I believe so. Uh, so in in her uh, in her uh, purchase that you know doing research because you know we have to force research. Uh, yes, she she we are we're downsizing, because you know we we don't need three row vehicles anymore, right. So, so the the thing that she really wants, both of them have three rows. So this is her compromise and keeping two rows. And um this this vehicle, if you don't know much about our audience uh, it's been kind of redesigned for uh, this year. Yep. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, think the co- there's a fair amount of redesign going on.
0: Yeah. I mean last year kind of the front kind of looked the same but the interior got really different. She right. wasn't she wasn't necessarily a fan of the uh of the she doesn't know if she's going to be a fan of the gear selector. But it's very different. It is very different. But uh this vehicle provides enough room as she has all the room she can throw some stuff in the back of it. She does not like vehicles with dark interiors. Um and it has all the things that she has come accustomed to having when she's driving around
1: well you know i i'm coming around on the no dark interiors thing but it's always a it's a delicate subject right because if you have light colored Mm -hmm. interior specifically if you have a light colored cloth interior
0: Uh
1: then you can't own pets or kids
0: yeah yeah. well i own pets kids so or we have... or
1: enjoy a beverage drink while driving your vehicle because the risks are just too high that you're going to stain up everything. Well, I get I get your point. I mean, but if the a... flip side is, if you live anywhere where it gets above fifty two degrees, at any point on any day of the year, and you have black leather interior, you're going to burn yourself.
0: So, Consumer Reports, if you call me old in the next two seconds, then I'm, I'm we're going to fight. One, 1,000, two, 1,000. All right, so Consumer Reports did a a study a couple years ago, and I had to bring this up to my wife because, you know, we're talking about car stuff, so she's actually talking about things that I actually know about and want to talk about. Right, right. (laughs) uh, So Consumer Reports did this thing about they measured the temperature of of the inside of a car with dark interior, a a light interior. Yep. So they did find that there was a difference. If you had to pick a number in degrees of difference, how much? Uh, how much do you think it was? Fifteen. It was three degrees different. That's it. Three degrees different. The, well, inter- the interior color did not uh, affect it as much as they thought it would, um, and it, and apparently
1: it, not as much as I thought it would. Yes,
0: I mean the car. The car was. Uh, I think it was. Uh, 27 degrees hotter on the inside of the car because it left the windows up. And this was drawn by the time where it seemed like every third person was leaving their child in a, in a, in a hot vehicle. So um, they're trying to kind of figure out the effects of that. And uh, they yeah, it the, the vehicle on the inside was 27 degrees on average hotter inside the vehicle on like an 87 degree day or something then like that. Like the
1: that. ambient outside air temperature. Yeah.
0: It was it it was it was pretty hot in there, and then they they I think they measured how long it took it to get that hot. It it didn't take long at all.
1: Right, but, well, I can't yeah. believe that.
0: But uh, yeah. So I told that to my wife, and she said, "I don't care. I don't like. I don't want dark interior."
1: So
0: guess guess what? The next vehicle won't have dark,
1: dark interior. <laughs> well, I like this. I mean, and I like that Napa brown leather. I mean, that's that's a good looking beige, I guess, color. Yeah.
0: A good brown leather vehicle in uh, brown leather inside a vehicle can make your day. Oh yeah. You know what my favorite com- color combination on any car that I've ever seen in my whole life? Well uh, no. obviously I didn't I see it. I might guess uh, but what's, what do you think it was?
1: I don't know, go ahead.
0: All right, so remember remember back way back in the day, like mid nineties when uh Callaway was big with doing the vets? Yeah. So they had a uh Callaway vet on Motor Trend, the outside of it was like some super reflected s- silver color, but it was a legit silver. It wasn't like mirror or nothing, but right, it was right. a really good silver color. And the whole inside of the car was like peanut butter, leather, and suede. Oh, okay. And it stuck with me. And I was like, man, that, that looks good. And then I saw an Aston Martin one time with in a very similar color combination. It's like, oh, one day, one day when I reach Bill levels of income, I'm gonna get me one of these things.
1: Right, um, Bill Gates, you mean?
0: Bill Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah. Bill yes. Gates. But yeah. So yeah, that was her first that's that. legitimately she's looking at that vehicle. We're actually gonna go drive them on Saturday, but we're not looking to make a purchase until for maybe a couple months out of the row. But uh, you wanna go ahead because that's,
1: that's a that's a whole nother conversation. Right now is not a good time to buy a new yes.
0: car. Well actually you know what while we're talking about this actually we we probably should talk about that. Uh you wanna talk about it after we talk about the cars
1: thing? No, let's let's talk that. about let's we'll talk about that during news. News news. Let's get through these cars first. Yeah. All right yeah. so your number two pick, oh uh two thousand and twenty two Hyundai RAV4 Hybrid Limited uh, for $38,535 in deep sea dark grayish blue with a gray interior.
0: You said Hyundai RAV4 is a Hyundai Tucson. Not everything. Um,
1: Are you looking at it? It's a Hyundai RAV4. I mean, look look look. at it from the side. It's a Hyundai RAV4.
0: Definitely not a Hyundai RAV4. It is a Hyundai Tucson. No, sir. No, no, no. Not at all. No. Nope. Nope. Not going with you. Nope.
1: Are you kidding me right now? You can't see this from a side-on profile?
0: I could, I'm telling you right now, I don't see that from a side-on profile. And you know what vehicle she has specifically said she will, we will not get? Go ahead. A RAV4.
1: Well, then you can't ever park this car in your driveway and walk away from the side of it.
0: For so yes no round fours are no no no, no
1: this is the same vehicle from this no mm. it's not mm.
0: well all suvs look the same from the side nope Almost
1: this is over. worse
0: most of them anyway so the the reason why we're looking at that one we're not even going to argue about this the reason why we are going to argue about this but the reason why we're looking at that one is that vehicle is slightly smaller than the last vehicle but you can get a lot of the same things and we're not sure if we really need a Santa Fe-sized vehicle. And, I right. mean, we don't, we we have no, we ain't trying to tell, show, you know, tell people we're ballers by getting some outlandish, crazy vehicle and, you know, go and get a Tahoe or something, like, you know, like you see them guys or the young ladies driving a uh, Tahoe's and there's only one person that ever in the car. We ain't trying to be like that.
1: Right.
0: And ga- gas prices are going to go back up. If, but we, so, we, we,
1: so so sometimes I can get a little carried away in my epiphanies. And I, I did not mention that I like this vehicle. I think this is a good looking vehicle. I actually like the look of this better than the Santa Fe. Um, and I think this car better suits you guys. Empty nesters. Yep. You know, you just got your doctor's appointments to get to. Maybe go hit the buffet. Yep. You yep. know, it'll fit a walker in the back.
0: Uh, we don't need a walker yet, but all the other things do apply. click the interior thing on that this is the thing that I am scared that she may not like or or I'm right no do you see a hood do you see a hood over the instruments
1: because to me this this interior looks like uh, a series one or series two pair of Air Jordans oh you talking about the full digital dash no not the full
0: digital dash do you see a a uh, what would you call it? A bit on coal? What do you call one of the things? The hood that goes over the, the instruments. Notice how it's flat all the way across.
1: Oh, there's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like no hump.
0: We are. We like humps. Everybody likes humps. We all. We both country boys. We married country girls, even though one of them from a different country. Uh, size, you know, humps and um, and uh-huh. curves are things that we are used to. Uh
1: huh. It is kind of odd that you just have a completely flat dash there. I, I will agree.
0: And that's why we're going to go drive it. And, and she's going to make a decision. There are a couple other things that are on the list, but one of the things that's not on the list is Ralph 4 She's like, I don't like what it looks like. don't like it. Nope. You know, surprisingly, a thing
1: that's on her list. And you know is, what I think she won't like about this one? And it's not that? the dash or the lack of a hump. What's that? I think the thing that she, and I don't have to worry about this, Affecting her decision making on it because she won't listen to this before y'all go drive it, because um, you may not even have it uploaded by the time she goes and drives it. But
0: was that a hit? Was,
1: were, were, I mean, was it's a mild. It's um, passive aggressive. Is the, is the steering wheel? <laughs> oh, the steering wheel is my thing on this vehicle. That I'm like, eh, do I like it? Do I not like it? So you'll have to give me some feedback when y'all go look at one and sit in it, because I am genuinely curious about it.
0: I think she may not like the fact that um, all there is no knobs inside that interior as well.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's that's another sticking point. Like, I'm pretty sure if I stuck Kendra in a car that doesn't have any physical knobs to turn, she'd be like, what do I do in here?
0: <laughs> Don't.
1: No. She ain't that bad. No. She, she would prefer to have some physical knobs to touch.
0: I, I agree. I agree. All right. So, uh. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about these last two really quickly, and then we can go talk about your buzzer stuff. All right. So, the, 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 there's another one. So, this vehicle the next one is a 2020 Cadillac oh. kind of like XT4. Let me tell you why. This
1: this, this is thing awesome. is so ugly. She
0: thinks it looks cute. Cool. Really? Did you With hear those it in, Did you hear the beginning of it this? As like, I am not picking this vehicle. She is picking this vehicle she saw it on the road she's like oh that one looks nice what's that and that was on the list Mm. so and she likes this color too and in the links you'll see it's some kind of brown beige copper color she saw it on the road she liked it it's like oh can we go look at that too so those three are my legitimate next vehicle purchases I sent you an e- email. Did you get it? I got it.
1: Well, there was a fourth one on there. Oh, there my was, bad. There was yeah, a sedan right. on there.
0: So, you should look at that sedan and check that uh, while you're pulling up your email. So, the next vehicle that's on the list is what I want to buy.
1: Not what she wants to buy. Okay. Yeah, I can see you in this. So, um
0: I made a thing to myself that once my kids got got through school and everything, that I would get me a new fun a new fun car. So, I have been looking at potential fun cars. I looked at manuals. I looked at things. I really and I just just made a decision. I was like, no, I really do like sedans, and I kind of want to stay in a sedan.
1: This has got bump in the trunk.
0: Yeah. Did you say it got bump in the trunk?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at your car. It's got a JL Audio sub in the trunk with an amp. Somebody already done it for you. Did
0: did I miss that? Are you serious? I'm
1: looking at the 2018 Genesis G80 3.3 Turbo Sport.
0: Oh, that one. See, we didn't even get to that one yet.
1: Oh, I thought that's the one you wanted me to talk about.
0: No, that's not the one I wanted to talk about yet. Oh. Anyway.
1: so you you're torn between this that you sent last on a separate email and the 2019 Alfa Romeo Julia yeah. Ti Stop. Sport Carbon. Yeah,
0: sport. Uh, of those two, I got a question for you, and then we're going to talk about your cars. Of those okay. two cars, which one fits my style? My style for what you think better?
1: Uh, the Genesis, hundred percent. So, saying. because this this is why I'm going to tell you this. I think you would enjoy the alpha and you would really love the alpha. I would probably enjoy the alpha and really love the alpha and the car enthusiast in me wants to say, Oh, Stanley needs to buy the alpha. But here's the thing. You, you don't want your fun car to be problematic. You don't want any kind of issues. And I, and I'm not hearing any horror stories about new alphas, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's just out there lurking, waiting to happen. This Genesis on the other hand, I think you would the whole time you own it, you would just drive it and enjoy it and you wouldn't have any cares or worries lingering in the back of your head constantly of like, oh, if I flog it three stoplights in a row, is something gonna happen?
0: Yeah, and you know, there's a Genesis dealership right down the road and they'll come get right. it and pick it up and fix it.
1: Right. So that's why I think it's just a, a better suit for you and your personality.
0: Have you driven the um uh the Julia yet?
1: I have. I, I drove a quadrifolia
0: on I track
1: in anger, and it was fantastic.
0: I don't think I need to go all the way up to the quadrifolia.
1: Everybody needs to. No, <laughs> no, no. I no, want no, that no. car. Dude, no, let me tell you, that car is fantastic. I it want, is so well balanced. It turns in great. It comes out of a corner great. That car is fantastic. I want I that car. I don't I need want that car.
0: Yeah, I bought that car. Uh, I don't need that car, at my the points on my my license don't need that car. That's another thing.
1: Well, I can't afford the tires that I'd be going through in that car. Exactly. But yeah, That's no me- this this is I mean this is a great car. Don't get me wrong, but the Genesis is better suited to you. And honestly, it's probably a better highway cruiser. It, it it's is. A, it's a little I, wider and a little longer, and I, I think you'd just be more comfortable in it.
0: Yeah, and that's the bigger Genesis. Oh, we didn't even say what it was. This is uh 2019 Genesis uh. uh, uh an
1: eighteen Genesis G eighty?
0: Oh, because I have two of them up on my computer.
1: Oh uh, well, you didn't send me the other one. You sent me the eighteen, the white one that's got the subwoofer and the amp and the trunk.
0: There's a. The, I I had the blue the blue one up on my thing uh, on my screen. I'll send you a link to that one too. But anyway, let's talk about the stuff that you built. What what what? All right. Really. I thought
1: these were too small. So so here's the thing. So w- uh, I had to look at this thing realistically, right? <laughs> and one thing I had been thinking about prior to us even having the, the last podcast and making the decision this would be our next ch- car challenge mm-hmm. um, was could we live with getting rid of the F-150 and me getting a smaller, more fuel-efficient <laughs> truck <laughs> As you know, when you got a ranch and you need to do ranch stuff, you need a truck. I'm glad that you To do truck stuff. It was just easier than trying to say something other than ranch, and then you say ranch, and then I spend 30 seconds on it, which we just did. Yep. (sighs) So I went through and I priced out (laughs) and looked at options and dollar for value on every mid-sized pickup truck that's out there on the market. And while I want to like a couple of them and I want to have a predisposed opinion about others, once I've like <clears throat> objectively looked at all of them with their options and the pricing for what I could do and, and what I would want the truck to do for me, which would be some light to medium duty workloads, camping trips, and, work highway mileage or, you know, back road mileage across Eastern North Carolina, this one won. Like it, it, the price was good. It was competitive. I won't say it's good, but it was competitive with the other trucks on the market and honestly gave me more of those features geared towards what I was looking for um, than any of the other trucks. So it's a 2021 GMC Canyon four-door crew cab or sorry four-wheel drive crew cab with the long bed Mm -hmm. in the at4 package but with the duramax diesel engine
0: and that's the key all right so i we are i so i see that you saved it too look at that yes sir um i I saved it
1: son i printed it out Because Kendra agreed. I made her look at all of the top finalists. And she also said, without me telling her which one was my favorite, she said, I like that one the best.
0: And I agree. I 100% agree with you. I think, uh, you know, I don't like the seating position in tacos. I've said that before. Yeah, And
1: I'm okay with the seating position because I've spent a lot of time in them. But I'm not okay with the the drivetrain. To me, the 3.5 is underpowered for the truck, and what the market is doing with those trucks. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, that every single is... one you see's got bigger wheels on it, and a mild lift, and some sort of rack system in the back, and a rooftop tent on top of them. Yeah. And they're all underpowered to do all that work. They, they're not made to drive around at full load all the time.
0: I, I agree with you, and um, I, I, that's one thing I think Toyota desperately desperately needs to do. They need to upgrade those trucks. They they just need to redo them. I, yeah, I don't I don't understand why they let that product just stay on the vine so long. I
1: I don't understand why they don't at least offer the four liter engine from the Forerunner in the top of the line TRD Pros. Like that, at the very least. You should put the four liter from the Forerunner in it for the highest level of trim. I I agree. Or you could the, mark it up another five thousand dollars, and you would still sell them because people want the taco.
0: Or, um, epiphany. Bring one of the diesels that y'all make oh, in, in Japan and other yes. places, and just drop it in there. Yes. You, they would sell every every taco that they put that diesel in. Yes, they would. They'd be going on pre-order. Yes, I mean, they
1: yeah. would make the money back that they would lose in having to get that thing U.S. California emission certified. They'd make even, it back, no problem. They just the, don't have the hassle of it. The crazy they thing: sell is, vehicles quick and cheap, and that's it. That's the crazy thing is, I wouldn't even bother with it.
0: Wouldn't even bother with it. No, you know what? I, we I don't want to. You don't want to deal with California? Then don't deal with California. <laughs> You know you know what they'll do? The people in California who want one, they'll go buy one and and license it and and, and put a tag on it from Arizona,
1: which is what a lot of them do with the <laughs> yeah. so, but anyway, so so I wanted to like the taco, but again, it just had too many strikes against it. Um now, li- listen, I'm gonna we're gonna delve off a little bit here. The the Canyon... That's
0: essentially what this podcast is. I don't know what... It's right. all about side I, I don't know why I,
1: didn't, I had to <laughs> preference that and warn everybody. They already know. Um, if you listen to more than one minute of another episode. So, you know, I know what everybody's going to say, but why not get uh, a Chevy Colorado Bison, like ZR2 Bison, right?
0: I think it's too much.
1: I just don't like the way it looks. I don't and, like
0: I, I don't like how the front end looks.
1: Yes, that's my biggest problem with it is, like, I'm I'm okay with the ground clearance and the approach angle, like, cool, 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 but just the overall styling of it comes across as, like, too much plastic cladding and kind of cheapy looking, right? right? It just doesn't look as well thought out as the GMC. Now, that being said, I do have a complaint with the GMC. What's that? And, and I know from an engineer's standpoint, I understand the decision-making, but I just don't agree with it. So with the GMC, in both the long bed and the short bed, you can get a AT4 um, package, like a off-road performance package. Mm-hmm. And it actually gives you a better approach and departure angle because it takes away the big air dam on the front. Mm-hmm. And it actually gives the truck a more aggressive off-road look.
0: Okay.
1: However, and this, again, is my caveat. Is another reason why I'm always mad with the Ram and the power wagon. You can't do it with the diesel. Why? why? I don't know. I think it has something to do with aerodynamics, fuel economy, and probably getting air to a diesel intercooler for the engine. You know, I, I would guess it has something to do with that. And so it has to have this splitter on the front, this chin spoiler that sticks down. But I can promise you, if I buy this thing, it's, coming I'm, off. F- it's I'm figuring out how to take it off before it gets ripped off.
0: You don't have to figure out how to take it off. It comes off easily. I, I watched a, um, I think it was cars.com. They did a, a thing with all four of the com- midsize uh, trucks. And that comes off. It's designed to come off.
1: Right. To, so, to easily and, come off. And and while we're talking about all of the possible vehicles, a price to Ford Ranger. But too much money. Too too much money for something that's 15 years old and only has one engine choice. Yeah. If you're going to give me 52 different options on everything else, then give me at least one other engine to choose from. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Hey, um, you tell me this. I, I, I know you know this. Ford still puts a V6 in the in some F150s, right?
1: Oh yeah. Okay, I'm most, most F150s are being built with the EcoBoost V6. That 3. No, no, no.
0: No, not one of the EcoBoost V6. I, I, maybe I should have said that better. Just a regular old V6.
1: I got you. I don't know, maybe. I don't you know, I to looked that up. I think it's just the EcoBoost. I don't think they have a regular. They have the hybrid. I thought they had a well and they still have a V8. Yeah,
0: because I know they still... I don't still...
1: think they just have, like, a naturally aspirated V6. They got to. I, I don't know. I could be wrong.
0: I, I'm willing to bet that...
1: You know what? No, I'm going to look it up. While I... Yeah, yeah. you look it up while I ramble a little bit. Go ahead, but, but, So, the other thing is, it's probably worth discussing, and we can circle back around to this um, if I don't buy this truck anytime in the next, you know, few months. Another vehicle that would have been on my consideration list is the new Nissan Titan or not Titan, but, um, uh, frontier, frontier. Yeah. right. Because it's, it's got, it's just got a redesign that just came out. It's not actually on sale yet. You can't build and price it online yet. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that that truck's going to be a real contender, but because I don't, I, I can't put parts, in a cart and see what it costs. It's hard for me to know. Um,
0: I, I think that truck is going to be more competition than Ford and GM want to be.
1: yeah, that makes sense. so okay. so this, and our challenge, we kind of give ourselves a uh, a price structure of about forty seven thousand. Yeah, I'm at forty nine two ninety five on my GMC. But that being said, there's a couple options on there that are like dealer-installed, like after-the-fact options that aren't from the factory that brings that price up. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that there are a few of these currently still on lots that maybe aren't as optioned up, but they seem to all have about twenty-two to twenty-five hundred dollars in de- dealer discounts currently. So that gets me back down to my forty-seven price.
0: Uh, the answer is before we go on. A little, Ford uses a three point three liter uh, naturally aspirated uh, V six in the, huh. the base truck.
1: In the base truck, how about that? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, listeners. Yep. Stanley yep. was right. They still offer a naturally aspirated V six. I wasn't nope. sure.
0: I guarantee you, uh, every one of them they sell with uh, that doesn't have work truck somewhere stamped on the side doesn't have that engine in it. But that's
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's another conversation. <laughs> Yeah. Um. All right. So you want to see my number of choice, number two choice? Uh, oh,
0: one last thing to say about your your uh your, your choice of truck right there. Uh, what, what what You can go Ridgeline, bro. I'm just saying. You can look at the
1: Ridgeline. <laughs> <laughs> what is this thing, dude? <laughs> I, I would buy. I would buy the new the Hyundai.
0: Oh, we're gonna talk about that. We to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. I, w- I would buy
1: the Hyundai Brat before I would buy the, the Honda fr- fridge line. All right, let's talk about
0: what is this thing, dude? Is
1: well we said
0: running?
1: we said we had to look at what our realistic next vehicle was gonna be. This is and, and realistically, this is a vehicle I'm considering buying. Actually, this is a vehicle I'm considering building and and buying.
0: Building? What
1: do you mean? So my next vehicle is a 2022 Huck Cycles Overland EM. And I know that it pulls up the the desert tan color, but I would be building mine in OD green because Marine Corps. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> and uh, I considered Ordnance red, but I think I like the OD green better and uh this this company Huck Cycles is located near Charlotte North Carolina in Mooresville North Carolina and they are built right there in North Carolina and shipped all over the country it is an electric motorcycle for lack of a better word it is titled as a moped but it is available in either single wheel drive or two wheel drive so all wheel drive dirt bike are um, you also- serious yeah 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 electric either single motor or dual motor um You know, In the configuration I'm looking at, which is the 2,000 watt, uh, it has a 60-volt, 30-amp-hour battery. It's an aluminum frame. The whole thing weighs about 65 pounds. It'll hold up to 300 pounds. It has a top speed between 40 and 45 miles an hour, and it'll do 20 to 30 miles on a charge. And out here on the ranch and living in the country and having lots of hunting trails and...
0: You put too much on the country. You could have just said it your normal way. Everybody know you. We, we, we're from. I didn't go, I
1: didn't need to go all Nelly grammar on it. Yeah, you didn't uh, need to go. No. <laughs> so we got plenty of like you know backcountry trails and hunting pads and chicken farms and everywhere else to ride. So I mean they make some other cooler, more city or you know oriented bikes that look really fun and are faster. But for me, this is a little more well suited. And they offer a program where you can pay a little bit extra and come in on a Saturday and build your own bike. They teach you how to do everything, including the electrical stuff. And that's really what I'm interested in doing is going down there sometime in August or September and build my own bike.
0: All right. First of all, I didn't know this was a thing. Second of all, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I kind of want one, but I have nowhere to use it. Uh, How far is it to your work? Uh, it's about 11 miles, but they you drive. You can totally
1: commute on this thing.
0: Not unless this thing does 65,
1: because them did So didn't. then you need to go to up to the top where it says Cycle Shop, and mm-hmm. then you need to go right over to the Stinger Customize and click on that.
0: Stinger Customize. Okay. Okay. What is this thing?
1: I'm looking at it. And you can build your own and customize it the way you want. Uh-huh. And it is faster because it is lighter.
0: Um. Look, we're not supposed to be config. See, now I'm going to be configuring motorcycle thingies. Look, all right. I'll stay on track, Sarah. So, right. so what I
1: didn't, I notice, I didn't thing, know this but, was a thing. Yep, it's totally cool. a thing. Electric motorcycles are the cool, cool thing to have.
0: I, I kind of like this. I, I kind of like this.
1: And they've got an all electric like full on motorcycle coming out as well. It's just not out yet. Hmm. It's called the Fury.
0: The Fury. And you said these guys are in um in Yeah, yeah. when when they're on a foot on a recruiting. And trip.
1: It, and it and and the Fury will do between 65 and 70 miles an hour. Yeah,
0: my heavens. Look at the Fury. All right, all right. Uh, I like it.
1: 50 plus mile range. So that might be the bike for you.
0: I like it. I got a friend that's trying to talk to me to get a motorcycle right now. I haven't been on a motorcycle in about 30 well, years. This is,
1: this is the ticket right here because you get motorcycle sensations, but you're registered, your registration listed as a moped because it's technically an e-moped. Mm. So, mm. you know, you're, you don't have to go get your motorcycle endorsement, you know, but you can <laughs> still ride on the highway. It's cool stuff. These cool. things are pretty popular. And then there's a bunch of other companies out there too, but I just like this one because it's veteran owned. Um, it's built the bikes The most of their employees are veterans and they're in North Carolina.
0: I, I'm, I'm with you. I dig it. I had, a, I had
1: like a 45 minute long conversation on the phone with the CEO of the company last week. Super cool guy. Um, I'm hundred percent. Like I, I just dig them. They're awesome.
0: All right, cool. We're going to go to the next one because we're yep. going to talk about this offline because
1: we might have to schedule a
0: meetup. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those so, things look
0: cool. Those things look cool.
1: So my next one was like I got on this like tangent of thinking about like what if I really just needed to get like a purpose vehicle for, for the purpose of just driving around doing my sales calls and like just being in a car and putting a lot of miles on the road and just being comfortable and reliable like, what's the ultimate car that I would want for that? And then here it is.
0: It is. That is a nineteen ninety seven Lexus LS four hundred for twenty nine thousand dollars at one of our favorite uh, car. Is it a car dealer? I guess. it's yeah, a Yeah,
1: technically, it's a dealer. Impor- Duncan Imports. Yeah.
0: The most one of the most awesome car finding places on the web. I was now, just talking about this car with Mark. With Mark, for the record.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. With, about this exact car or just about this car in general?
0: This, he, he was over the houses on, on Sunday and I am pretty sure we would, we would talk if it's not, unless they have another one. That looks I don't think they like do. I don't we think
1: were talking the about one they got. Yeah. We were so, talking about
0: this one.
1: So this is a 97 LS 400, which, which has the same V8 as, as my 04 Land Cruiser, by the way, the like tried and true Toyota 4.7 V8. that's it you know, in everything. Um, or no, this is the four liter V8. Sorry. So this thing though, unlike most of Duncan import stuff, this is a left-hand drive and not a right-hand drive import. So, uh-huh. but yep. you're probably asking yourself, why is a 1997 Lexus $29,000? Oh, well, I did Because say. it only has 21,217 miles on it. Yep. Yep. It's brand new.
0: You know, this is one of the things that he and I, me and Mark, uh, Mark and I were speaking of, you know, how Lexus, Lexi, I don't know how you say it. I don't know what the plural of it is. Multiple Lexus. Things. All of them Lexus. <laughs> All of them Lexus. Um, <laughs> you know, you get what you see one that is been used pretty good. Still runs cause they don't break. Right. But they, the buttons fade out. Yep.
1: And you can just see the light.
0: Yeah. So I specifically looked at the head unit when we was looking at this car to see, and it is
1: perfect. I'm telling you, this car is brand new.
0: It, I mean, it in every measure of the word brand new.
1: Every, every panel, every like stitch, light, plastic, I, everything on this thing is brand. New,
0: I have no idea where they find these cars at.
1: I have no idea. This car, when you hear the like tried and true like sales pitch of it was owned by a little old lady who drove it to church on Sundays. That's this car that yeah. if there if there is a version of that out there, this is it,
0: and she drove it nowhere else, too,
1: <laughs> yeah. This car is mint. So much do I want this car.
0: As much... I I, Obviously, you've been on the website. Have you seen the weirdest car I've ever seen on this website?
1: Have you paid attention?
0: I don't know. Did did you see the the 96 Accord Wagon?
1: The blue one? Yeah. Yeah, with the wood grain? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is the weirdest car. All right, so we got to get to my last pick, and because we're never going to get into this podcast, so my my last pick is a my last pick is a throwaway. This is never going to happen. Um, it blows the budget way out of the water. Uh, yeah, but if if I could just if if I could have any truck that I like, I could imagine like the perfect truck. This is it.
0: This one, I'm just look going on the the. the I, first of all, it has a lot of things on it that I don't understand because I'm not an off-road kind of guy. But I did notice the fact that you said a little over
1: budget. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah. look, it's a little over the budget. No, 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 that's not a little over budget. Um, it it is so. um it's- that but, is $30,000 over budget. Yeah, it's $30,000 over budget. So it's almost double the budget. But he, here's the thing. So, what's, right?
0: What's the thing? Explain thing. if you get all right with this, with if, this.
1: If you wanted one of these right now, brand new, right? It's value for dollar. Okay. Uh-huh. So if you wanted to build this truck as you see it in this picture, uh-huh. like, I guess we should get into some specifics. This is a 2016. AEV Prospector XL, which is based on a, uh, a Ram 2500 tradesman with a 6.7 Cummins. It's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now he's asking $72,750. It has just under 50,000 miles on it. Um, here's the thing though. AEV, if you're not familiar or American Expeditionary Vehicles, uh, as they're known by their full name is a fantastic company located in Colorado think or Montana, but I'm pretty sure it's near Denver and Colorado. So they um they they are known for taking Jeeps and Dodge Rams and turning them into like off-road monsters. And they go about designing lifts and suspension upgrades and bumpers. And also, you know, they they do a factory deal with Chevrolet to do the Colorado or the can yeah, Colorado bison edition um, is an A V product as well. But to, to build this thing new, you got your price of your RAM, so $70,000. Um, plus, their Prospector XL kit usually starts at like, depending on what options you pick, is between twenty five dollars and $29,000. So, this is potentially a $110,000 to $115,000 rig as it sits. And it's $72,000. So, again, it's a tremendous value for what it is, that would
0: not win the white uh, win in wife court.
1: It did not. <laughs> already, I, I, it's already the the case has already been heard and settled. Um, it did not win. It was not a good enough argument to sway the jury. Yeah,
0: you should run your uh, uh, your arguments that, that you're going to use in wife court. Uh, you know, just try them out with your friends,
1: right? Because.
0: You know, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> That, that one was not going to win. There was too many. It is, I will tell you this. Um, it is not my kind of truck. I wouldn't use a quarter of, I would oh, maybe I don't know use, if I'd ever
1: use half of the truck, but.
0: Yeah, I. But it would be cool because it, it looks cool. I just, it, it's just not, he, is that
1: it is not. Is that winch big enough? I'm just, it looks. It's a 16,500 pound winch. So yeah, it'll handle it.
0: What do you need a sixteen thousand five hundred pound winch
1: for? i just- pulling stuff that weighs fifteen thousand pounds. So listen. So here's asking the thing. for a
0: friend. Just-
1: yeah. <laughs> here's the thing about this truck, and this is the magic of Aev. Right? You know, a a, a Ram twenty five hundred is a big truck, right? Yep. So because you're a car person, so when you're looking at that picture of that truck, and you you can you know visualize. In reality, what you would see in front of you as a Ram Twenty Five Hundred is being a big truck. Yep. Would you say that the lift and tires on this truck seem like over the top or ridiculous?
0: No, it, it, all the, that's that's a cool thing. That's what I was saying. Um, it's not obviously it's not my kind of vehicle. However, it looks exceptionally well done. Okay. Nothing looks nothing looks out of place. It to be honest, it looks kind of like Ram should have did it.
1: yes yes and that's why AEV brings the price they do because that's how good their work is because now that you've said that I want you to know this this truck is sitting on a 3 inch lift that's all a 3 inch lift but through the magic of science those tires you want to take a guess at what size those tires are
0: Uh, no I I can't you just told me I I don't Uh, know those
1: are 40s What?
0: Those are forty inch tires. See, I was gonna say, I said, I was gonna say thirty threes and thirty fives because I figured that'd be big. Because I don't know nothing really nothing about off road tires. 40
1: 40 inch tires, and the truck looks like it should have come from Dodge that way. Nah, that's the magic. Those are forties.
0: I'm looking now because I believe you, but I don't believe you. yeah okay all right all right um yes
1: all right they're 40s they're 40s that's the magic that's the magic of AUV. that's how awesome they've engineered their stuff so that when you look at that truck you think yeah it looks looks like a well done slightly modified ram but it's actually a super modified super capable ram on 40s how
0: much do 40s cost
1: I mean, they're pricey.
0: Again, asking for a friend. (laughs) I
1: I didn't say this would be like super real world usable. I just said this like dream truck.
0: Dream truck. Okay. Dream truck. Anywho. All right.
1: So that was the end of mine. I mean, that one just was out there because I had to just, it wasn't even on the original email, but then once it, um, you know, Once I saw it, because it just got listed on Sunday, I was like, "Mm, hmm, yeah, we got to talk about this truck because it's fantastic.
0: I think you should go do it and then ask for forgiveness afterwards. All right. So next thing um, in the news.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even comment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you'd probably be living uh, somewhere else. Not on the ranch.
1: I'd have to come live with you is what it is. (laughs)
0: Oh no, because your wife would call my wife, and you would not be allowed. He needs to drop around and think about it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I sleeping in the truck. Of that truck. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So we haven't talked about news in a couple of weeks, so I figured there were a couple. There was a couple of news things that popped up that I would want to throw across and see how you felt about it. Well, and cool. uh, uh, the first little bit of news is. Um, how do you feel about these three vehicles that all debuted in the last couple weeks?
1: Oh, good. Uh, I'm hoping we're gonna talk about these three vehicles. Go for it.
0: Do you know? Let's see if you got the right three Okay, go ahead. go ahead. The Hyundai ahead. Santa Cruz.
1: Yes, sir. How do you feel about it? I like it. Say what? I like it. Would I buy it? No. You know, you you, you know
0: you are being recorded right now, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm being recorded. I think it's pretty cool. I think there's a good market for it. You,
0: could you, my, my, my headphones were messing up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> say, are you messing with me right now? You messing? No, with me. I'm being I mean, serious.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm being looking, serious.
0: I'm staring into your eyes right now.
1: I'm serious, man. I'm serious. I think it's cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I didn't really, I really didn't think you was going to say that. Uh, and I was going to try to make the argument that I think you already, that, but I don't feel like I need to anymore. I think uh, this, uh, the size vehicle that this is, I don't necessarily like all the looks of it, but the, the size vehicle that this is going to be is uh, is appropriate for the market. Because these trucks that they call it smaller trucks now, they really ain't that much smaller and they cost too much. So- <laughs> I I agree. So and I think there's some people out there who really don't need a truck to do all that, and they definitely don't want to spend forty five thousand dollars for a truck, and this won't cost forty five thousand uh, dollars and all right, so the next vehicle was the e q s What do you think
1: mm, I don't know if I saw that one I mean, that's not the one I was the what
0: the mercedes e q s It is Mercedes, uh, the first vehicle that's going to be released on uh, Mercedes. Let me look at it.
1: Let me look at it.
0: While you look it up, up, I'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, It is the first vehicle that's in the Mercedes EQ lineup, the S, you know, so it's the big
1: body. No, I don't like it.
0: (laughs) Well, why, why don't you like it, Bill?
1: Because we just had this conversation on our technology show. This is not a car. This is a cell phone. This uh, car is, is going to be the hotness for six months, and then you're going to want to throw it away and get the next one. It is. And it's everything that a car shouldn't be. I'm 100% opposed. Uh, 100% opposed?
0: So you don't like the Tesla Model S either? No. Because this is... Oh, I agree with you that I, there, there are things about this car that I, I don't like. Uh, I don't necessarily like all those screens. I think Ooh. the, the styling is a little off. However in classic mercedes things uh it is the most air efficient vehicle uh,
1: i don't care ever. come on come on gunther i don't care can I about uh can I, can I finish yeah go
0: ahead and i think this is what the model s wants to be
1: well now that i could agree with uh
0: because that's a model S built by a real uh, by, uh uh real engineers by, by real engineers that really engineer cars
1: are you calling Tesla's engineers not real engineers? Because he stole them from companies where they had real engineering jobs.
0: Oh, well, let me say it the right way then. I apologize to, to the engineers. Uh, <laughs> engineers who work for real car companies. There you build. go. Oh, I apologize. You uh, you earned your engineering degree, which I did not, and I must acknowledge you.
1: You I, do I, want to hear a sad, sad fact? I'm going to just put this out there. What's in, in my, like, somewhat immediate family, because, you know, my wife's family's a big, close family, so people uh-huh. that are, a lot of people we call distant relatives are really close relatives. Yep,
0: like mine, yeah. We
1: we have Tesla owner people in the family,
0: uh-huh. and
1: we have, like, serious Tesla fanboys in the family. But uh-huh. I have no qualms about Disparaging talk about Tesla on our podcast because none of those people even listen. They're not even listeners to our podcast. Like they they hear me talk enough in person, so they don't need to hear me talk on their radio in their car. So I don't feel bad about talking about the Tesla. Those
0: those guys are going guys or girls are going to listen to this podcast and. They're going to bring it up at the next cookout. Hey, I sent you an email. You should you should, you should definitely look at it. Okay. And the, la- the last vehicle on the list is... Uh, Honda Civic? The Honda Civic. How did you know I was going to say something about the Honda Civic?
1: Because this it just came out this week, and it's big news. And because we both feel like sedans are still relevant, and they should be relevant for the foreseeable future.
0: And which leads into my last question. The, the question was, I would 100% agree with what uh, Bill just said is... And... Are American car companies really prepared for the future? I don't know if that's a news story, but I heard someone, I heard a conversation about it on on a podcast that I listened to. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to ask Bill about this while he looks up these two cars I just sent him. And it's like, I don't think they are. And I think we should talk about a whole podcast about that. Did you see it? You made the look you made the face. Good. All right. So I think we should this talk about that. This is not a thing. You, did you see it?
1: This is not a thing.
0: The, the, which one?
1: This concept car.
0: Yes, I think that is so cool.
1: That's not real.
0: That is a real concept car.
1: No, it's not.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. I think it is cool.
1: No, it's not. That's not a real concept car. They didn't build this. This is just a CAD file. Look at the inside.
0: If they didn't build it,
1: this is not a real car. This is this is all oh. No, this is still just CGI rendering. It's not a real car. Nope.
0: It was at the it was at the uh the auto show.
1: Oh my How goodness, I- this is a real car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. What? Real-
0: All right,
1: so is Is this car- a real car? So
0: the car that Bill's talking about is I this just, real. I, I saw it and I thought it was cool. And I was like, I bet you Bill hadn't seen this, so I'm gonna send it to him. So it is a it is a concept car built by Hyundai called the Pony. If you don't know, the Hyundai Pony was like the biggest car, one of the biggest cars that ever in the Korean market. Is, it, is
1: this real?
0: Yes, it's real.
1: I love this. Yeah, right. It, <laughs> this is retro done right.
0: Right. I saw that and I thought, why can we not get this? What it is,
1: it is awesome. this is the greatest car ever.
0: Are you see, so you're going too far now. Are you serious?
1: Stanley, this is fantastic. It's, it's like, cool. I'm saving these pictures to make them as backgrounds on my computer. Yeah. This thing is awesome.
0: It is, it's like legitimately. I I, I need to look at your face because I'm looking at pictures. Oh now.
1: man, this thing.
0: <laughs> are, you, are you seriously? Do you really? Do you yes,
1: seriously? I'm in love with this car.
0: That's cool. I thought it was fake at first and then I and I watched I was convinced
1: it was fake. Those first few pictures that were definitely computer generated pictures, like I was like, th- th- no- nobody of uh, green lighted physically building this thing. Yep. Dude, this thing is the jam. The interior- I would hundred percent drive this thing.
0: So that interior that's a lot of that is digital and a lot of it is just like retro tech. But yeah. that is cool.
1: It is it is, it, just, it is cool in all the right ways. Those seats are fantastic looking.
0: The door, You see the inside of the door?
1: Yes. It's a work of art, dude. That steering wheel, the doors. Dude, I want this car. Why aren't they building this thing? What's the problem?
0: The problem is that...
1: This is it, like... Okay, if you're a listener, right? Because you can't see what we're talking about unless you're trying to Google this thing while you're going down the road. Um... I assumed you're going down the road. Sorry, you may be sitting in the bathtub with something to drink in your hand. I don't know what too, you're doing. When you listen too to much. Us.
0: Too much. Okay,
1: too. but but listen, if you're not <laughs> if you're not looking at this thing, you're just listening. This thing is like it is like a 1987 Volkswagen Rabbit and uh, a night. It's like every like hatchbacky car from the eighties that you could picture all kind of mashed into one. So I got the front of like a, uh, a Reliant K with the hatch from a Volkswagen rabbit from the side panel of a Chrysler LeBaron and the bumper of a Plymouth Stereon or Mitsubishi Stereon. It it is like every eighties trope all rolled into one car. It's even got the little, like, JDM corner markers all the way out the end of the front fender. Every every time I look at a picture, I see some new cool detail that I I like even more.
0: I thought it was awesome.
1: And it's got, like, the the headlights in the grill from a DeLorean. Like, everything about this car just keeps getting cooler the more I look at it.
0: Those headlights do all the crazy new headlight things that... With because they got a thousand daggone reflectors and stuff in it. Dude,
1: this thing is the jam. And it's even got some like old school Toyota Corolla hubcaps.
0: Yep. Those are wheels. Those those are wheels, by well, the way. Well, yeah,
1: they're wheels, but I mean they're made to look like hubcaps, is what yep. I'm saying. They are I, the jam. That car I, is awesome. This is the see, best. This is the best car news we've ever had on the podcast.
0: You see the taillights?
1: Yes. The 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 taillights the taillights could be featured in a Daft Punk video. Yeah,
0: it is, it's, it's a dope car. I I, 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 it, I saw it and I was like, I I
1: guarantee it. you if they built this car and sold it.
0: They'd sell two of them. I know st-
1: that. <laughs> They'd sell two of them for sure. Stock in watch calculators would go up 5 million percentage. It would bring back calculator watches single-handedly. Because there's, you cannot drive that car and not be wearing a members only jacket and a calculator watch.
0: Yeah. Hey, so kind of off guard things. Hey, are you familiar with MKBHD? Who now? He's, his name is MKBHD. He's Mar- What's that Mar- Mar- Marquez Brownlee? Are you,
1: are you having a seizure?
0: Yes. Yes. He's a he's a uh, YouTuber. He's been he's he's a really good. Good, good, good YouTuber. Started off like when he was like nine with his parents' camcorder. But anyway, he has his series called Retro Tech on YouTube. And okay. they absolutely did the calculator watch. You should check out that video. And then they, you know how Game Boys are un- indestructible? Yep. They they tested that there. You should definitely watch it. <laughs> okay. You should definitely watch it. Or um, the last link, you see that last link I sent you?
1: yeah so that that's like a whole nother conversation so <laughs> um so i you know what i just
0: i had an epiphany we, on on we saturday Go ahead.
1: right yeah we definitely it's not healthy so on saturday uh april 24th so not uh was it not this past saturday but the one before or was that the one this past saturday? whatever it was yeah right after we recorded last um Anna and I, my daughter, who's five, we went to um, the URI National Forest uh, to the El Dorado Outpost for rigs and coffee, um, and rigs and coffee was hosted by uh, that particular event was hosted by a group called Carolina Mud, but um, in attendance was a large gathering or several vehicles from a um, a group out of Raleigh that is all or primarily all um german overlanding vehicles Mm. so lots of toregs and uh, porsche cayennes and they are all lifted and look very similar to the last link you just sent me which is a 2004 porsche cayenne but this one is like the trans-siberia tribute off-road like special edition that you could get from porsche and then these are ones that guys have all modified on their own and done but these guys wheel these things they actually take them into URI and hit like the hard hard trails and are like breaking stuff and like really abusing these things and it's fascinating to me that they you know what they're actually capable of compared to what the average consumer does with theirs
0: oh yeah absolutely uh you know I, i we were joking a little bit we're not joking we're kind of talking about a little bit when we're talking about that ram about me not being able to use 10 15 of what that vehicle can do that's kind of what happens with suvs and crossovers i mean that's people drive them like they're station wagons because that's what they use them for those vehicles are actually capable of doing other things just people just people are not going to use them that way
1: right (laughs) well that that brings up an interesting point because i um I was having that conversation with. We we hired a new sales engineer um, for our 3D printer line, and he and I were making some visits to customers um, last week. And he had bought. He he's a um, uh, national guard, like Army Reserve person, mm-hmm. and um, but he's done some tours overseas, and he was driving a, some like fairly new, but a couple year old used um, Hyundai Tucson. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, Oh, is that yours? Like, yeah. I was like, how long you had it? He's like, Oh, you know, just not long, about a year and a half, two years. And he's like, I got it when I came back off my last appointment. And I was like, Oh, okay. He said, because while we were over there, that was the vehicles we were using for pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's, like, the the run around a base or go, you know, run into town type vehicles that they had on base to use, Mm -hmm. like, contractor vehicles, and he's like, dude, some of the places I've seen these things go and make it through and not get stuck and not break, and he's like, we had one, the same one, for a year, and nobody broke it, and you and I both know
0: yeah, we like, were out there
1: trying to destroy a vehicle or something. <laughs> right, right. I mean, Derner and I may or may not have Dukes of hazard a Humvee, over a rocket berm in 29 Palms, like hard enough that it threw both of us partially out of the vehicle. Like we were partially ejected from the vehicle we were driving. So. So, uh, I mean, that's I've, every military guy's job is to try as hard as you can to break stuff.
0: I will not confirm or deny uh, that statement. I will not. Uh, some, of those th- some of those things, uh, we may have not reached the statute of limitations.
1: Oh, I'm <laughs> sure we have.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 sir, I mean, I, I won't have,
1: mention anything about like me and you in a five-ton on I've, I've tape done trails nothing. or anything like that. I've done
0: nothing. Um, I am still, I am a retired, I am not a retired Marine yet. I have not been transferred to uh, that, part of my career uh they could still call me back and i did nothing <laughs> <laughs> and i did nothing
1: uh, uh that's funny
0: but if it was if, if people had camera phones back then probably wouldn't have made it anyway <laughs> but yeah uh yeah i just thought those those uh, couple things were kind of cool and i wanted to send them to you because you know we, so we, we didn't
1: still, really talk about the civic we got distracted
0: Okay, cool. We didn't talk about the Civic. Um, I think the Civic looks a lot like the Accord. I know you said in the past that you don't necessarily like how the Accord looks. I think the Civic looks a little bit better. I like the interior. I
1: agree. I agree. That was going to be my point is I like the last generation Accord better than the current generation Accord. Mm -hmm. But that being said, this new Civic looks way better than the current Civic.
0: Yes, I do. I like the, the what they do with the interior with those vents. And yes. I think that's kind of cool. Looks, it lo-
1: it almost looks like it could be a luxury brand car.
0: See, I was trying to avoid this debate. This, sir, podcast is supposed to be approximately around about an hour.
1: <laughs> we just went over it. We didn't even got to. My, like.
0: Yeah. You know what? We are going to have that debate again really soon. We are we are going back and rehashing that conversation because I am bringing research to this have, and I already know I'm right anyway. But you know you got to you got to bring research and facts and 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 hard evidence to prove to some people that are pigheaded that you're correct.
1: Okay. That, anyway, out out of the two of us, after the podcast aired which one of us had a um, brand dealer owner confirm our side of the conversation?
0: First of all, you of have,
1: one of the brands we discussed.
0: And, and did you mention that uh, he's an inside guy? Cause you went to school together and you know him and your wife know his wife and that he's the inside, guy. He's it the inside doesn't matter. guy.
1: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He, he agreed
0: it's almost like we should have him on here or something. We'll work to, on that to, we'll to, work. To get the, the, the you know so no, he can, We
1: will get we'll get we'll get him on the show as a guest to to settle that and and to talk about other things that are going on in the automotive world currently. I'm gonna have him with agreeing with me.
0: He's gonna be he's gonna be a better friend. To, he's gonna be my <sighs> new best friend in, nope. in, the, in the middle of that conversation. Nope. I. We anyway the civic the new civic I think is cool they should have upgraded the engines but it's it's a civic it's gonna do what it's able to do what it's supposed to do. (laughs) Um, We were supposed to talk about modifying cars.
1: Yeah, let's (laughs) let's touch on that briefly for thirty five seconds.
0: Yeah, all right. So uh, when you we're talking about this, well, obviously when I was thinking about this, I had an epiphany. Right in the past. My top three things I would modify in the cars, and you already know all these things. One of them I really never got to because I really didn't have the money because we started having children and you know that's where money went. Uh car audio was number one on my list.
1: was number and two on my list.
0: It was it was getting changed out because I look, I I true story, I drove a nineteen ninety-one Mercury Tracer with no power steering, got Got the oil changed on it one time. Was leaving the hood popped up. They replaced the hood. It was blue for the record. Uh, it was they, barely blue. That was it the was official barely, it, color. It, it was, barely,
1: was blue. barely blue.
0: It was so uh, it was Carol, uh, California that sun beaten blue. Uh, yes. The hood that they put on it was bl- um, black, and it's okay. like, hey, you, you know, we can go ahead.
1: People had black hoods to be cool. By yeah. the way.
0: It's like, uh, yeah, we can go ahead and paint it, but it's gonna take us a couple ways. So I was like, dude, uh, don't even worry about it. Definitely drove <laughs> it just like that.
1: Yep. <laughs> and, uh, um, let's let's talk about the door and the dent in the door. It
0: had a, do- it's a ninety one Tracer. All of
1: them got dents and doors. What are you this talking was about? a <laughs> huge dent, and it was character. <laughs> it was more dent than door. Let's put it that way.
0: It's that's character. It was manual. Did I say it didn't have power steering? I paid $700 for that car from a, a Marine
1: that
0: we Sheila worked for. Actually, um, that car had every bit of $2,500 worth of stereo equipment.
1: At least. And in 1999-2000 and in, <laughs> money, that was a lot of money for a young Marine. Uh, and we we absolutely dismantled that car down to the frame in order to put all that stuff in there, in the front yard of off-base housing. We yep. tore the seats out, the carpet out, the yep. dash out. Yep, put it uh, all in there. And we did it right. Yep, because... On a car that wasn't worth half of what the stereo equipment went into it. Yep. But, man, did it sound good.
0: The subs, it, one of the subs in that car cost You could have got that car for it. Anyway, so car audio was always high on my list. I grew up in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I remember I remember the Boulevard. If you was loud, you got t- If you was loud, you got attention. If you had a pretty car, you got attention. It was way easier and cheaper to make it loud than go buy something new or make it pretty.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent.
0: So that's that's kind of the culture I grew up in. Um, a little a little modification that I think gets overlooked nowadays because it seems like some, some cars are coming with it. Uh, tent. Right. Yeah, I that's was, talking, of this, I was talk of this, talking to some young people. They don't use like, well, well tension witness. What do you mean? I was like, what are you talking about? You yeah, used
1: do- to have to manually do that kind of thing. Like,
0: it's like, dude, it's like, no, they just come like. No, they don't. They don't just come. <laughs> that, that's not how they come but anyway, tip I remember if you had a good tent, if you got your tip done right, you you I I mean you got thumbs up from people. If you got it done the hard blue and you put the uh defroster on in the back and it peeled off. Oh yeah, you got picked that. Well
1: or, or uh, if if exactly 365 days and 6 minutes after you had it installed, your windows were all purple. Yep.
0: That yeah, that was the thing hey, I was watching a uh, video on Savage Geese and they went to a uh, shopping in uh in, in Chicago. They have some pretty crazy things tent wise out there. I'll send you that video so you can look at it. But <laughs> uh, I, I know you'll remember this. Hopefully some of the audience will remember this if they made it this long. Remember people used to put tent on the front and put a put a put a word in it and stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What happened to that style? Is that legal? Yeah, of it, it
1: can only go down so far, right? And that brings up an interesting point as, as that we were both in the military. And a lot of times in military towns, you would have um, a lot of people who were living there but had moved there from other states and other yeah. towns recently. And one thing that happened to us pretty regularly and even happened to me is bought a car in another state. That had different tent laws, yep. only to come to a state with stricter laws and then constantly be getting in trouble or failing inspections because your yeah, tent was, tent too, was dark. too dark. Yep. Or or just not legal, Ron Janaton's yep. complete one-way mirror tent. <laughs> Do you not I, like you could not drive up beside his car on a sunny day or you would be blind.
0: That's how they rolled in Florida. And they had yeah. the buttons. Gotta have the buttons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So, so yeah. So, audio and tint. Those are two. That's some good stuff, man. I, audio is my number two. My number one is tires.
0: I, I, I knew the you were going
1: gonna- The single greatest performance upgrade you can make on a vehicle is good tires.
0: I disagree. I. No.
1: It doesn't matter where you live. You live, you live in California, get some like summer-rated sport compound tires, you'll be happy. You live in a in the Northwest or Maine, get you a set of snow tires you can throw on in the wintertime. Is the single greatest performance upgrade you can make on a vehicle.
0: I disagree with uh, not on the tires being a great thing. I think it's just number two. You, because the single greatest performance upgrade you can make on a vehicle is the driver. Go to it. Okay. People- okay. I <laughs> thought you might say that.
1: And, and we, we can agree to disagree on that simply because if, if you are already a great driver, it's hard to upgrade your, did I just choke you <laughs> on your water? <laughs> I about may Stanley choking to death on his water. Uh, I left the podcast. I'm not <laughs> <here anymore. laughs> yeah. uh, No, I, I get it. That makes sense, right? You can always improve your skill level, and that is uh, a huge improvement in your vehicle's abilities. But but that is you, right? You should always be improving yourself. I'm talking yeah. about to modify something on yeah. the vehicle. I right? get what you're saying. I just want to it. Yeah, yeah. Not to loosen up behind the wheel, but yeah. 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 But I think tires are so much more important. Like the average car consumer doesn't give much thought to their tires. I just had new tires put on my truck today. Mm-hmm. And it it wasn't that. So this, this is going to shock some people. I just got it inspected last month. The tires passed inspection because there was mm-hmm. still a decent amount of tread on them. Mm-hmm. However, the tires were almost six years old. And they were like dry rotted and hard, yep. right? Vulcanized rubber or tires, they are in a semi-liquid state and they yep. need to move in order to stay pliable when yep. they sit for a long period of time, especially newer style tires. Now, seventy five years ago tires are made a little differently, and they could, you know, you see these barn find cars that still have air in the tires, and that's yeah. different. Yeah. They bunch. did things they did things a little differently back then. More dead dinosaurs in those tires, right? <laughs> yeah. Less chemicals, more dead dinosaurs. Okay? So but a newer set of tires, a modern set of tires, they need to be moving to stay good. And and ours had just sat for so long and I recently did some some pretty heavy hauling like for 2 days straight. I just went back and forth over a mile distance um, with a dump trailer carrying like almost 6,000 pound loads of dirt with my truck. And I really noticed, I was like, man, my tires are not doing well. They, they need to be replaced. Even though I still had good tread, mm-hmm. like these things are, they're, they're not in the best of shape. They're cracking, they're dry rotten. And so, so I replaced them. And so many people, you know, like I'm at the tire place today, having the tires put on. And I'm, I hear the guys having conversations with customers about, yeah well that's the cheapest tire we can sell you like i get it if you're on a budget and you got to save some money that's fine but really think about what you're doing with your car and mm-hmm. don't you know don't cheap out on tires when it could really affect not only the performance of your vehicle but the safety of your vehicle
0: absolutely um one of the things about tires that uh like and i i we were joking around but i agree with bill uh if you want to make your car better, change the tires. That's one thing that you it it it, it is proven to work. It doesn't even matter which direction you could you can choose the direction you want. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's right. Uh, one of the things about tires that uh that some people who I've talked to they didn't realize is like my my car is really loud when I'm driving. It's like how long get you tired. had your tires? Yep. It's like, I had a, I had them for a couple of years. I was like, go get new tires. That ain't gonna change nothing. My car's just getting old. I'm just gonna get a new car. No, that's dumb. Just go get yes. a new tire. Go get some new tires. Tucks. Your car, if if you want quiet tread tires, you can get quiet tread tires. But any tire you put on, it's gonna make any tire that you put on that's newer than the two and three year old tire that you got on there now, it's gonna be quieter. Unless you do like big knobbies and stuff, that's different. But that's right. <laughs> um Yeah, but you,
1: sometimes you want it to be louder, but but for the most part, I mean you're right. It's people don't understand how much of an effect tires have on their vehicles, not just performance, but just the livability, like your just comfort and happiness in your vehicle, how much tires, how much it affects your fuel economy, yep. you know, you're braking,
0: pressure.
1: you're braking, your acceleration, your wet handling, your, you know, all of those things are drastically affected by how good your tires are.
0: Uh, just think about it this way, if you made it this far. Uh, your tires are the only thing that's actually touching the ground. That's right. And it's only, I'm going to go ahead and say 12 inches total that's actually touching the ground. That's what's, the, I mean, that's if that 12 inches of rubber or whatever ain't ain't up to snuff, then you, you about to kill yourself or somebody else. Just, yeah. If that fails, that's, you fail.
1: <laughs> you know? And so don't... And just, you can't, like, Matt Farah wrote an article for Jalopnik. I'm pretty, pretty sure it was for Jalopnik. I think it got picked up by some other folks, too, but um, a few years ago. And, you know, he he was somewhat acquainted or, you know, car world mutual friends with Paul Walker. And he wrote an article about the fact that that's, that's really most likely what killed Paul Walker. You know, I mean, his family sued Porsche and, you know, there was all this talk about Roger Rodas and and the car and he was driving too fast for the conditions. But that stretch of road in that industrial park, they had driven that fast there before multiple times in other cars in ways, you know, in sketchier cars. Um, But that car was on a like 10 year old set of original stock tires you know, in a, mm-hmm. basically a showroom condition car. Mm-hmm. And and those tires are really the component that failed that led to that crash.
0: Yeah. Cause uh, like you just said, his family sued and, you know, God bless the dead and, you know, kind of wish, uh, you know, we wish that that, that incident wouldn't happen, right. but suing Porsche, that car did exactly what it was supposed to do. It broke in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was supposed to happen. That's what it's designed to do. People's like, Oh no, that no, that's, no, Trust me, you don't want to be there when that engine blows up. You, you don't want to right. be there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the tires. Get good tires. tires.
1: <laughs> it all comes down to tires. All right. Like well, Sammy was- said, literally it all comes down to the tires because that's the last component. That's the component of your vehicle that interacts with the earth. So, well, all right. So, I only listed three. Did you have another one?
0: Uh, I only listened three as well, but I do kind got, got a I got a, a star. Was so was Tint will, your third? Tint was my number two. Wheels and tires were my number three.
1: And, oh, okay, cool.
0: Uh, wheels and tires were my number three because I didn't really put it in a, a real practical. I could no, it's kind of in order. Uh Wheels and tires, tires. I I've never chipped, I never checked. I when I had to, we had to cheap out on tires. But if you don't, you don't cheap out on tires. The things that I always sought after. And never really did on my own, and it's a thing that Bill doesn't like to do now. Is wheels? I could. I always wanted to put some kind of crazy wheels on cars and things. Now wait a minute. I like wheels. Uh, You do not like aftermarket wheels.
1: I don't like cheap aftermarket wheels, and I don't mean price tag cheap. I mean cheaply made. Yes, cheaply made. And there's way too many of them out there, and that's my problem with aftermarket wheels. It's not that I don't like them. Some of them look great. These these aftermarket wheels on this uh, 2016 AEV Prospector XL that I showed you and we talked about, that's an aftermarket wheel. They look great because AEV builds them and they put all, all the correct engineering time into making them for that application. Yeah,
0: there, there's some cheap wheels out there. Remember the three spoke phase? All the, yeah. To be honest, I just back didn't in the, the day. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't have the money to do it because I had children right <laughs> right but that but uh the last little thing that i had on my list was is something that i had an epiphany about when i was thinking about it, is, is you know what i don't do
1: no more what's that
0: Modify cars right i buy i typically buy the car with all the features that i want on it now and i leave that dealership. The, the the last thing, the thing that probably is the least factory on a vehicle that's in my driveway right now is the tent that's on them. And all that tent was done at that dealership because right. I just, because I was like, hey, go to these windows. So I was like, that's going to be $500. I said, no, it ain't. It's going to be the price that we just talked about.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. But,
0: uh, and they'll, Trust me, they ain't gonna walk away from that for a hundred a hundred dollars worth of tent. No, nah, they ain't doing that.
1: Nope. <laughs> You're right. That's exactly right. And then uh, you don't have to deal with it. And it's good. done professionally, it's done right. And if something ain't right, you can take it back. Absolutely.
0: Um, but yeah, I I just I, I I had I was thinking about it and I was like, typically we go buy a vehicle now and it has all the things that we want in it. Yep. And the last thing that now is like We're contemplating this whole vehicle purchase thing. If we really do want to just keep the van just to have a big, big, big vehicle. If we want to move everybody in, if they're home. And if we kept that, I would, you know, put it in the shop and get some little things, uh, get some work done on it just to keep it up. Because it's a 12-year-old, 10-year-old vehicle, whatever. I would upgrade the head unit. That was it. That's all all I would do. Yeah. I would upgrade the head unit and just keep driving it the way it is. Because... In all realities, we pick at car companies for making mistakes and doing things that we don't like. A lot of these engineered um, um, vehicles are engineered to work.
1: And, that's true.
0: And, so and you going to do stuff to doesn't doesn't always make it work better. Well, so, that's exact.
1: I mean, that's that's one hundred percent true. I mean, that's wheels and tires. Are a good point of that. If you know, a lot of times people go and add an aftermarket wheel and tire, but they're adding a lot of extra weight, Yep, you know, and that's unsprung weight is not healthy for the life of other components of the car. So you're right. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily make the car better. Um, well, my third one was, and, and we, we kind of tipped our toes into this and, and it's a huge, it's two words, but it's huge. It's probably the biggest topic we could talk about in modifications to vehicles, activity related so or activity specific modifications so i think like you know rock crawling people adding skid plates and um Mm -hmm. beadlock wheels and changing the gear ratios or um motorsports and you're trying to do time attack stuff and you're adding you know arrow and lighter wheels and tires and a turbo or, you know, any, any activity specific overlanding and you're adding a a rack and a rooftop tent or, you know, to me, those are where I see modifications now are in very tight niche areas that are very activity focused, um, products, you know, there's, you don't see as much just general modification of a vehicle to just like, necessarily like personalize it and make it look different than somebody else's. You don't see a lot of Honda ridgelines where somebody goes out and gets a candy color paint so that they can have a different looking ridgeline. Right. That's not a modification you see much anymore. Much. Right. We're not in Miami, but you see what I'm saying? Um, not a lot of ridgelines on basket weaves and candy flake, Right. So, Oh,
0: People do wrap vehicles now, but I'm about to completely derail de- derail your. I just got your little email, sir. <laughs> I, I got your little email. You little. Well, mean I'm sorry
1: thing. it took you 45 minutes to get it.
0: I, I just wasn't looking, and no, 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 no. I'm putting that. I'm gonna send it to
1: Giselle. I'm gonna send right. it to Giselle.
0: She gonna don't, don't no because I'm not having this conversation. We're not starting over on vehicles. No, no. I'm, I'm texting it to her. Definitely not. Um, dude, we've been on here a long time. It's a
1: really <laughs> long podcast. I'm
0: going to figure out how to split it up somehow. But, uh,
1: what so, do you get a couple weeks? Yeah, let's absolutely do it. And, uh, next week, let's, um, let's talk about some stuff next week. Let's talk about Toyota. Next talk week. about
0: Toyota, the great company that it is. Toyota is actually doing some interesting things last week, Um last week nowadays. And that's, let's,
1: let's talk about the Toyota Camry. let's talk about the toyota camry next week
0: okay of all the
1: toyota you
0: know what
1: bill we're going to talk about the toyota camry you know we're going to talk about the camry we're going to talk about the camry why it is what it is Um, and and then let's buy let's buy some toyotas too let's uh um, let's let's buy uh, ourselves a toyota of any sort mm -hmm. and you got a limit of 35k
0: do they sell us not
1: get, Which means you're not getting any mint supras. I can tell you right now, you ain't going to have no mint Mark IV Supra.
0: You ain't going to find a Supra. <laughs> <laughs> you get the badge. You get, a, <laughs> you get the badges. Uh, sure. Bill, William McCrawford or the Clan McCrawford, boot us again next week.
1: Two All weeks. Right. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, two weeks. Love you, bro. Hey, love you too, man. Have a good weekend.